Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Eric's Family Barbecue has arrived and is simply the best barbecue in Arizona. Come satisfy your taste buds with meats that are smoked over mesquite wooden sides that are made with fresh ingredients and tons of love. They have the best, juiciest brisket, pulled pork, rib sausage, turkey, or everyone's favorite, the Pitmaster Sampler that includes all the meat and four sides, mac and cheese, potato salad, coleslaw, corner beans, yum. And for dessert, try some creamy banana pudding. Amazing! Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be sorry. Dine in or take it to go. Go to Eric's Family bbq.com for more info Holmberg's morning sickness you've been deceived by an agent of satan himself he's evil sitting right here come on no no he's not he's not evil he's just a bit rude all right there you go thank you silence the voice yeah i'm really not you know my theory on that if i died tomorrow it just doesn't matter talking about uh cancer in the room that was a fun chat yeah Ah, the boys get off on diseases. Uh, we got that. All right, we're getting close there. Seven o'clock. We got that word you got to put on our app. I got this interest. So this is how people are trying to do it. Yes, I'll tell you about the the conflict yesterday. Ooh. Uh, this one says just real quick. I was in my work truck this morning. I hadn't put my dash lights uh, on yet. Reached up to hit the ninety eight preset, missed it, and all of a sudden there's Spanish playing. And all I could think was, damn it, KUPD lost the contest and Hubbard changed him into a Mexican station. <laughs> it isn't that fast. Don't worry about us. We'll be fine. Uh, it says, I already have the app, though. Does it count if you delete it and re-download it? No. If you've got the on. app, hang We're on to the app. going to tell you how to cheat? Oh, no, no. This isn't cheating. It's, he just wants to see. He's trying to help us, Richard. Oh, okay. He's on our team trying to say, uh, download apps. If you've got the app, that's great. All we're asking you to do is participate. Use the stupid thing. So if you use the app... Then we'll have meetings where like, and KUPD's app users are blah, blah, blah. They're amazing how many people listen on the app versus through the airwaves or on. It doesn't, we, we don't care how you, I don't care how you listen. You're listening. That's all. It's just basic. Here, look, it's a revenue stream for the station that they're trying to figure out how to make more money so they don't have to pay Brett as much. And I don't know how that works. They make more so Brett makes less. Thanks, Brett. Yeah, thank you, Brett. It's basically to say we don't have any money to, to give Brett or anybody like Brett. Which is cool by me. So me and old Jer. Yeah, well, Jer, don't even put yourself in that category. You've got it. You're making a healthy wage. I'm just using you as an example. Uh, but yeah, so you know, sorry, kid. But that's it. But if they get this whole new thing going on, they can start selling different apps. And so they want those numbers to increase. It's a game. It's advertising. We're, we're in the entertainment business. And that's what we should be doing. 
maybe if we paid the listeners or scammed them into thinking they're going to win money, they would download the app. And once you download it, then we, we have to require that you participate. You guys are killing it. Just killing it. So once you have the app, you don't have to download it. It's not about that. It's about how many people are actually on the app using it. So the KUPD app's at the App Store. You can get it for your desktop somehow or another. I don't know how to do that. I don't care to know how to do that. It just doesn't. But a lot of people at work listen on their computers and plug in that way rather than drain their phone. So if you've got the app, do it. And then at 7 o'clock, click the star on the rewards part, scroll up. You'll see the times. Put the word uh, next to the time slot. So 7 a.m., the word's going to be pleasant. And then you just go to the app and do that. Pretty great. So that's how that works. And thank you, Michael, for doing that. I got a, a bunch of people. Another dude's, uh, well, this one that Brett just gave me says, uh, you say it's a national contest. <laughs> I don't know if he's mad. Is he mad? I don't know. I can't tell. I can't tell. You say it's a na- nationwide contest, but two people won Monday that live in the Valley. Come on. Don't tell us that, uh, listen, all the time, me in Northwest Indiana, I don't want to hear about being a nationwide contest if only the Phoenix people are winning. My app says I'm not available in my area, so I believe it. Entered six times Monday. Only three yesterday. Not sure how I can get in today, but it's frustrating hearing people in the Valley are winning. I love your show. I love your show. (laughs) You guys have been uh, great. I've been listening to you since the beginning. Dan, I can't tell if Dan's angry. I can't either. That's why I was like, uh... He's playing... But he's mad that people from Phoenix are winning. A Phoenix radio Because he's up contest. in northwest Indiana. What you're really mad at, Dan, is that you live in northwest Indiana. Right. I'm from there. Run. There is no job paying you enough money <laughs> to make it worth it to live in the region. And like we said Monday, change your zip code oh, there, Dan. Look around, Dan. All that corn and all those weeds are all that place is, was, and ever will be. There's nothing Still, more. you happen. haven't been oh, there in 20 years. I have to. I went for my grandma's funeral. Oh, that's And right. again. Like I told you, my grandma's funeral, I walked away from the funeral home in a suit. And because I was in a suit in Lowell, Indiana, Getting mocked. a carload of cars went by and called me the homo F word. <laughs> for, for no reason. My, my lovely grandma had passed. You were doing a walkabout? I just, I just left because my sister was in there. I'm like, I don't want to talk to her. She's saying absolutely asinine things about angels and... And how the floating of the soul. I'm like, oh, she doesn't know anything about anything. And she's, she's just barking nonsense. I've got to go. I believe she'll be with us. In fact, she's here now. You know that? Okay, I'm leaving. This is crazy. So I took a walk down Main Street, Lowell, Indiana. And within a few seconds, homo! Only not the good one. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? It's a suit. Well, we're against them around these parts. Really? That's why you live in these parts, you morons. Brenneman was in Indiana that yeah, same day, yeah. or what? I'm Brenneman. <laughs> hey, take a look at that guy. Oh, man. He is the mayor of it. I'm screaming it out. Hey! <laughs> Lowell, Indiana. down by the high school? The Walgreens uh, photo? No, that's on the... On Highway like, 2? I was right downtown there. Uh, a, the downtown's like six buildings, and they're all dilapidated it looks like a you know what it looks like when you oh wow yeah war-torn area of the so there's that's like the church that big orange top building i think the roof is okay. like kind of red dump good news yeah, though first is united methodist that's a dump are the rules is it 150 from the 150 miles or something like that yeah yeah i don't know how Lowell is uh 52 miles away from chicago oh yeah it's not that far so from in. chicago should well, in, you're yeah. in on the yeah. Chicago contest. Now, yeah. See, I would, and I would so fight. so the nationwide thing, too, we're talking about, what, a total of 28 stations or something? 28, 30 stations? Uh, yeah, something around there. 
So it's not like every 30, state. But people not, get the idea that it's no. all over. It's, it's and really, that's the other thing. We our, have 30 stations in Hubbard, but not yeah. all of them are doing it, I yeah, found so you got like 20 out. something. They're not? Yeah. Well, yeah. no, because so KDOS, they're not. Some are talk stations. They're not wasting their time with that. What about Arizona Gold? No. No. Barely Come on. In fact, Steve Goddard going to come on and say, fans? Yeah. I taped this on Thursday. Here's the word today. Lethargic. <laughs> Most That's of you are lethargic. That's context. always the word at oldies. Minimal movement. That's two words. Don't worry about it. I thought no, Kemp would be throwing out hey, words all the time. Oldie station is not going to try to talk to their audience about what an app <laughs> contest is. It's true. They know weather, they know emergency, and they know Yahoo or Fox News. That's it. But yeah, I don't know if you're mad or not, Dan, but my guess is you're mad that Northwest Indiana has a hold of you. And you can't get out. We have another listener who's up there, John De Pascali. Is yeah. that him? Yeah. Is that John is up there? Right. I think he's so, in yeah. the region. He's a White Sox fan. Is that the White Sox fan? Yes. Yeah. Good he's man. Up, he's up at Crown Point. Same area. Crown Point's a little nicer, but still. Nothing about, and I'm going to go ahead and say it, the Midwest is worth it for whatever money you've got. Northwest Indiana, he should be able to get in on the Chicago ones, though. Oh, yeah. Give me a price range, you think, for uh, Lowell here. For a house? They actually, it's surprising. Surprisingly, don't. It's not as bad as thing, and the houses aren't bad. It's just there's nothing there. Well, how it, far is it from the border? Like how far is it from Chicago? It's 52 miles from like right on Chicago. Okay. It's basically tied to Chicago. There's no break. So that's just it. It's like that's that's where they go to avoid the taxes and stuff. Yeah. Everybody moves to Indiana. You get a nice carport. Yeah, two fifty. You get uh, every house. Every house in Lowell looks just like that. <laughs> just a box. Just like that picture. There's a box. The door opens up. There's a stairway up and, then and a stairway down. down. And there's the place to put your coats. And the stairway up goes to a living room, a kitchen, and a couple bedrooms. The stairway back down. to your childhood? Is this your house? Oh, look, they're all the same. They're all exactly the same. And the people in it are all the same. Rednecks with uh, disability checks. Was grandma's house like that? No, grandma's was terrible. Hers was a World War II kind of house. That, uh, six oh kids, God, six right. kids, they are all two bedrooms. Level. They're all the exact same. Any interior shots? I want to see the stills and all, all right. that stuff from oh, brewing the shine up there. <laughs> yeah, they're all that bad. The bad. Doily, the oh, bad they got sp- the doily drapes. 17 cents a square tile everywhere. Oh, man. A lot of linoleum, a lot of wood, a lot of pink carpet. Oh, that's it. That's Lowell, Indiana in a nutshell. Man, you're right. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Wood panel. Galley kitchens. Galley kitchens. Lots of pictures of the kids that ended up kind of being disappointing on the walls. A utility room somewhere buried in a basement next to a body of John Wayne Gacy. More doily curtains. Ah, it's a dump. Oh, yeah, look at so that classic. Here's the deal. You can actually well, that's gold. <laughs> that painting a grandpa when he was in the clan <laughs> on the wall. He ran the clan. Don't you laugh. He was a grand wizard up here in Crown Point. Totally random that I found this one. This I don't know if that's still going on up there, but there were times when guys would just show up in their clan outfits like the grocery store and stuff. Crown, oh, Crown Shopping Point. in their sheets? Crown Point was like the – it was the, the epicenter for the Klan when I was a kid. Again – That's not allowed. They had some money in Crown Point. You can't wear a uniform out. You can't go full uni, <laughs> yeah. but he would have it on, and they'd go – they'd drive around and put the, – they wouldn't get out and put it on next to the car. It was on. They were proud of it. They'd walk the streets. Here's the upper end. This is 13 oh, acres. Crown Point's pretty nice, but Crown Point had help. Oh. And the help, help. the help was from Gary. Oh. And Gary would show up, and they'd have to catch the bus before sunset or have to run back to the house because the clan was out. And they're like, you're not going to be wandering around our oh, streets. Oh, really? Yes. And then they'd have to stay at the place. They'd have to knock on the door and say, Whoa. can we stay? We missed our bus, and it's dark now. Like, yeah, you don't we'd stay here. Oh, jeez. 
Oh, and that was a while ago, but I I wouldn't doubt if it's the same. Dump. They do that like that look shade too bad, of paint, though. don't they? That house looks terrible, Brett. No, no, no. The other ones, that, oh, like the kitchen yeah. and stuff, didn't look too bad. Compared to the other meth house that we were looking at earlier. <laughs> Toledo's zillowing all the dumps of the area. The region. Now I'm at. See, this is what it does to you. Like that Dan guy email says, I'm from Northwest Indiana. We start looking at and I start getting Northwest Indiana angry. They're the guys in South Park that always go, you, you got jobs. They're just mad at everybody from cities. and They got these big plots of land. Thing for 430? Nobody's happy. You get 13 wow. acres, Brett. Yeah. Jesus. And you got to mow it. And you, you got to yeah, mow you gotta it. Mow all that, Brett. Yep. Well, you get the help from Gary. You're good. Nope, you don't. <laughs> not after uh, 5 o'clock. <laughs> no, no, that's no. right. They're not, they're not getting that done. And Gary doesn't come down there anymore. Oh, okay. Do it yourself, cracker. <laughs> mow your own goddamn grass. They got Mexicans now. Oh. Those showed up out of nowhere, but they do the mowing. Oh, that place is awful. Yuck. Indiana. Give it back. I don't know who owned it before. Iroquois or something, but they can have it. It's gross. And I don't understand. People, I've had family members, well, you know your bash on is pretty good. Yeah, that's your that's your home. It is not. <laughs> How dare you? Just because I was born in a trailer doesn't mean I have to live in one forever. It's stupid. I never understand that NBA guys go, that's my... That's my roots. Got to keep it real. I keep it real far from that place because I'm not going to go back. It's gross. Here we go. This one just went to, through a price cut. Oh, it's 114000 Oh, there's murder. A little over 1,000 square got feet. Murders in. That's a hanging tree. Oh, yeah. That is, and it's just, and the worst part is it's, uh, the kids were playing in it, and they just, <laughs> one after another, were just, look what I'm going to do, daddy. Oh, there's some death carpet in there. Yeah, stop looking at houses in Northwest Indiana. Billy. Oh man, it's disgusting in there. The worst. Indiana can go back. Brady, I hate to say it, most of Ohio can go back. Most of Illinois. If I can were to have to go back to Indiana, oh, or any of the, I'd stop. have to be on water. Why? On a lake. It's the only way it'd be. Oh uh, yeah. Good luck with that. Good setup. The two lakes in the, the area I grew up on had yeah. to get closed twice for cancer clusters. Lake Dale and well, uh, then, Cedar Lake, both beautiful. Just, both and like I said, I won't ever have to go back to that, right? Indiana. So don't. If right, you ever yeah. have to go back to yeah. Indiana, tell your hostage taker <laughs> yeah, what to kill you on the way. Just cross it off your vacation yeah. list. I feel the same way about Arkansas. Yeah. I think Indiana, Indiana is kind of like if they're like, all right, join the Taliban or live in Indiana. Be like, mm. Can I have a couple of days to think uh, about can that? Can I try on the robe first? <laughs> Indiana is still technically the United States, but... At least Taliban has strict rules about meth and fentanyl. Indiana simply doesn't. Can I hang on to the plane on the way over? Oh, my God. You see they found the guy in the wheel well? Yes. Ugh. Yeah. They don't like it there. They won out. That was gross. But, yeah. So, anyway, Dan, thanks for participating in the game. I would argue that the rules say you have to be 150 miles within a station, but I think you have to play on their app. But you know what? I say lie until you get it. If you can figure out a way to win that money, then win it. But John, if downloading the app is the second part of me getting the nanobots, eh, I can use a thousand bucks to combat <laughs> the, the nanobots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The idiocy argument goes away for a few minutes with a thousand dollars. The fun part about it is uh, the phone calls from the bra- like this is this contest is uh, evidently. They didn't our, think it through. Here's what I think happened, and I don't know for sure. Our uh, big boss Ginny, uh, uh, who is the she's the queen bee of the whole thing. Ginny's uh, awesome. Mother she's, Hubbard. Mother Hubbard. She's the best. I think she's awesome. She may have gotten and said, what are we wasting all this money on this app for? We got this guy we hired and a whole team of people doing app work. I'm not seeing a whole lot of app money. 
And then, so the money guys are like, oh, geez, she's right. We got to start ramping this up. And then a couple guys who usually wander around with suits on and tell people what to do but don't really know what they're doing uh, said, let's come up with an idea to make the app a thing. And then they, they, they said, we'll, give a, we'll do a money contest. And then they presented it and everything was great and all that stuff. So they're, they're scrambling because this is their baby. So they're on the phone all day with every program director that's doing it. Larry's on the phone with uh, a couple of them are great. A couple of them I don't know. And they're on the phone with these people, and the consultants are telling me got to do this and all this. So Larry gets a call, says, so what's going on with KUPD? You guys, like, are crushing it. Like, you're literally, like, thousands of people ahead of the next closest. And we've got Chicago stations that aren't doing this, and they've got your population by, like, triple. And uh, and Larry kind of casually said, well, John's having a fun with it. Oh, that's great that he's having fun with it. But, I mean, what exactly is happening? Larry didn't want to tell him that. He's, he's basically said that the contest is a sales – a contest for us to keep you guys off our backs. <laughs> he didn't say that. So then Greg, who's actually great, listened and he started laughing. He goes, "This is what's winning. This is well, this is how it's going." And then Mark Randall gets wind of it because they called again <laughs> yesterday. Oh, again! And said, oh. uh, "You guys had like six thousand people in like a second on your app, and we haven't cracked two thousand in our biggest markets for the whole day yet. And you had them at seven a.m. What happened?" Like just people just just nailing it, and uh, Randall starts getting mad at a fight that hasn't happened. Will you tell him we're not cheating because we're not cheating? And I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> well, seriously, I'm I'm not kidding around. I don't like, have bots. I'm gonna this call. I'll call him. This is this is bull. We're doing it right. Maybe it's just because we're f- good to ever think of that. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> Mark can't be in on the meetings with the big wigs because he gets angry when they ask questions. But these fights that aren't happening are happening. They're curious how we're rigging it. Because other stations, because they want are, the other markets. Well, because the that. other markets. What's so, the magic? The magic is tell the people the truth. Yeah. The magic is it isn't about you guys. This is a this is a contest to make people back in Chicago pat each you other on the this, back you in might business. Get a little cash, right? It's a it's it's so suits can go. Great job, Bob. Great job, Great job, Bob. Great job, Bob. Oh, Bob and the app, Bob, Bob. Bob, was that your idea? Oh, it's Bob and Bob and the other Bob. We all came up with that idea. Bob's do it. And a great idea. Look at those app numbers. Now, we can sell those app numbers. That's what this is about. You just got yourself another six months. Tell you what, Bob, <laughs> you were on the brink there, Bob. <laughs> yeah. I know it, Bob. Let's get a cab and get lunch. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. What is it you do here, Bob? Taxi! <laughs> Taxi! It's an old new kids, uh, or yeah. kids in the hall thing, and the businessmen never spoke words. They just started, they just came down, hubble, 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 taxi! <laughs> they don't say anything. So they're up there just patting themselves on the back. KUPD's got it figured out. All we're doing is telling you guys the truth. These suits were, somebody in Chicago or Minnesota was on the brink of losing their job. And I know that when a national contest happens, because... The one thing in radio when you're desperate is you take ad money from people you normally wouldn't take ad money for, or you start giving money away. These like suits were made for talking. Yeah, uh, national exactly. <laughs> and they're like, well, what if we do a contest? And again, so I go back to this, and I'll tell you guys this too. I personally would have sat in that meeting and said, six grand a day? 
from all of our stations? Eh, a little light. A little light. A little light. Considering that, you know, and we do have contests to give money away because they do work. But again, I've always told you it's for ratings. Not all of you win. You all feel like you got a chance. Right. And that's fun. Playing games is fun. Giving stuff away is fun. But it's all for ratings. But man, oh man, was Randall bothered by that whole thing. That I just, I just, we're not cheating. It's like, of course, but just live with this. <laughs> In a way, we are because we're just basically telling you it's, right. it's a silly game. By the way, the game starts at 7. The word is pleasant. Pleasant. Jot it down. The opposite of Northwest Indiana. Pleasant. That's the second time we've given it out, John. You're living on the edge. I know. And, and before, you, before you yell at us, it yeah. doesn't open up till 7. Yes. So you can't put right. it in right now. And you don't text. <laughs> yeah. Use the app. Use the app. Yeah. But they're getting it. It's a week. They're getting it. It's a week. I uh, get emails from Northwest Indiana. Lark. I'm in Gross Point, Michigan now, not Crown Point, Indiana. Ugh. I'm sorry about that, John. Gross Point's nice. Our listeners are getting it. Larry's aren't, but we're, we're our listeners Larry's are getting, getting mad at him. And Larry's <laughs> John, I'm sorry. Him. I know you love Chicago. I moved here from Wisconsin a few years ago, so I heard John. all those Chicago stations before moving here. They all suck ass. Oh, yeah. This is the best morning show in the country. I agree with that completely. And why? Because we're not pulling the wool over your eyes with contests about money. We're letting you know. This is... Please help us. We're actually asking you with this contest. Could you please help us keep these suits off our ass? The last thing I want to do is a Zoom meeting with a bunch of Bobs. The Bobs. Taxi. Wasn't Bob the guy about to get fired a couple weeks ago? No. Oh, my God. No, but they came up with this brilliant idea to give people money. I'm like, that's not a brilliant idea. That's a last-ditch effort. <laughs> but please, save Bob's job. That's what we should call this entire contest. I don't know Bob. I don't know which Bob was about to go, but somebody felt the pressure. The Hail Mary. Yeah, the Hail Mary was. We got to give money away to the people. So some of the stations. Well, and the worst part is, it's designed to help stations like KDKB dying on a vine. John, I'm not sure if you know the area. People but- won't even take money to listen to it. <laughs> like we could give all the money through KDKB, and people still right. wouldn't listen to it. Nope. Sorry. John, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the area or not, but I took my mom to Noblesville, Indiana, yes. to Ugh. see a long-lost friend. We drove through Shipshawana, Amish city yeah, it's an Amish to visit. Town. Outside weird, of South Bend. It's weird to see all the horse and buggies around, and that's the nicest area I've been to in yeah. Indiana. Oh, the, the Amish the area? The most pleasant areas of Indiana are the ones unfettered by the people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Amish people have kept it. They kept it real player. <laughs> they kept it 100. That's hood. It, they're the one. Now, you never see an Amish guy who plays for the, the Titans going, you know, thou's just wanted to keep it real. Like, he, he gets rid of the beard Thank and starts you, Jedediah. Yeah, yeah he's taking I'm my talents. I'm going to give money to my family, my friends back there, and Shipshawana. How did you train without electricity? Uh, we just ran outside. With, I was an oxen. I lifted horses. <laughs> I just pushed the ox back and forth in and out. I don't want to keep it real. I want to keep it real far from ever having to live in Indiana again. Keep it real. Go back, you know, the hood. Like, get out of there. That's the whole point is to not live in it forever. Yeah, but you got to support it. No, you don't. The lack of support will make it die. You have ambition to get the hell out of there. You did it. You're a success. <laughs> don't go back and visit those people. You know you're, what they'll do? They'll MC hammer you. Everyone will ask for money because they're all broken. Now you've got it, so you're a target. You're right, John. Indiana, secede now. Yeah, I, oh, I would be on the front lines of that. <laughs> the problem is I'd have to either stand on the border of Illinois Kentucky or Ohio to say get them out, and I'd realize it's all that same. It's all the same. Illinois is not that bad. In that Illinois area, is it? garbage. A Tucson or Lowell? Tucson. Wow, really? The weather. Oh, come get on. It. The weather. Oh, 
Right. Only difference there is the weather, but right. it's, Tucson would fit right in up there. Snowed in God. and lol. Yeah, you'd have some shocked Mexicans <laughs> if we moved Tucson over there. But yeah, I'd rather be yeah Tucson. I'd rather take a few. St- the weather is the only difference. They're both awful. It's a terrible game you're playing. <laughs> That's something they should have done on the movie Saw. <laughs> you like to play a game? I guess so. Tucson or Lowell, Indiana? Oh God. Can we do a thing where the like a guillotine's going to cut my head off if I don't solve a Rubik's cube? No, you have to live in one of the two. Ugh. Guillotine, please. But yeah. So anyway, the contest is in ten minutes. The word is pleasant, and it's causing fights. You're doing too good again. You guys came through in droves, and it's starting to raise question marks. With at least according to Larry, it's like they're calling me all the time. Larry got to call at home at eight o'clock from people in the Midwest. It means it's ten thirty there. It's like at 8.30, the phone rings. It's like, what did you guys do? It's like, what, you're still thinking about this stupid thing? We can't thing? sleep. <laughs> we don't know what's happening. John, is there any chance you can tell Bob on the knob to shut the F up? <laughs> no, I, well, I can, but I wouldn't be here the next day. <laughs> you still got to be nice to Bob. Right. I like the Bobs. But this reeks of something's not right. We make their contest big and successful, yeah, and, and they now they're questioning it. Well, because the other stations aren't doing it, so they want to they steal the idea of whatever we got and give it to the like Cincinnati. Cincinnati doesn't have a show that'll tell you it's about saving some suits gig. God damn it, John. I'm stuck going to Indiana next month for my cousin's wedding in Seymour. I don't know if you ever heard of it, but my whole trip will be 33 hours tops. And I just know now, thanks to listening to you, I'm absolutely going to hate it. In those 33 hours, you will have two family members arrested for possession. Really? Is that the average? If it's a wedding. Oh, it's not the average. But if it's a wedding in Indiana, in Seymour, two people have fentanyl or crystal meth on themselves, and they'll make a mistake, and the police will be at that wedding, and at least two of your family members are going down for possession. It is the meth capital of the world. Uh, I think it's Scott County is the one. <laughs> Every year, if you look it up, like, well, there's more meth in Scott County than anywhere in you could, anywhere. And the birthplace is somewhere in Ohio. It, it, oh, that, that whole region, that whole area is just brutal. But Scott, I think Scott County is the largest. Like, it's it's the number one killer in the county. Yeah. Like, heart disease and all that. So, nope, gone. Drug. Uh, they're just going to overdose right out of being a place. I think it's Scott County. I think that's what it's called. Dump. Indian is the worst. The worst. They're good for basketball. Basketball and basketball games, and that's it. And even when Larry Bird went back to French Lick, oh. he built a little Shangri-La. In French Lick? Yeah. yeah. Put in a full basketball court. Uh, and for those of you who remember what Larry Bird looks like, just remember, he's the most handsome man in, <laughs> in Indiana. In French Lick. He's the, in French Lick in all the state. Yeah. Outside Indianapolis. Maybe you get a few at the colleges over there. But ugh, dump, dumpy deal. I don't know about the specific counties, but maybe Indiana has slipped a little bit. As of 2018, the meth capitals of the U.S., yeah. Michigan, New York, and Indiana. Yeah, well, Indiana's there, but I, Scott County's Scott County's like eighty percent of their meth problem. It just pours out of there. It's, it's awful. So to Dan, oh, Indiana was tops from twenty thirteen to twenty eighteen. Hey, way to go, guys! Yeah, Indiana's <laughs> yeah, what happened? You go. Wow. Well, you know why? Because they started USA. to die off. <laughs> They're all dying lost off. Customers. Eventually, you're going to not be number one in meth dealership because you're going to die from it. And fentanyl got involved in two thousand eighteen, and those Indianans could not stop sucking that stuff down. And amazingly enough, I don't have any family members who still are there who are on meth. A couple of them have been hit by trucks, don't work. 
In 2013, at the top of the charts in Indiana, John, they had 1,800 methamphetamine seizure incidents in that year in 2013. The reason they fell in 2018, they dropped down to 114. Oh, four people less. 118 well, 100, seizures? No, 1,800 in 2013. 1,800? 114 in 2018. That's why they fell. Jeez, I guess so. Now they're making strides to get better. Wow. Or they're immune to the seizures. That's now. true, too. They're just used to the drugs. The drugs have to get stronger. Like hiccups, yeah. Eventually, it's oh, like yeah, it was strong at first, it. but now it's easy. You that Delta it. variant they, they got nothing off on me. Their customers, yeah, they <laughs> killed them all. Eighteen hundred of them had seizures. Next year, one hundred and fourteen. They celebrated those numbers. Woo-hoo! That's how dumb Indiana. Still on average, <laughs> we're still doing all the drugs, and our numbers are falling. So is your population, dumbass. How I don't can care. You prevent the seizures. Take more. Just keep me in that bathtub, gin man. John, I know that you like famous houses, so have you ever seen the Jackson 5 house? In Gary? My, my parents wouldn't go. <laughs> they wouldn't go? <laughs> we didn't go to Gary. We went to Maryville, and you stop in Maryville. You go any further north of that, either you're going to the dunes or you're going to Michigan. <laughs> you're going to Indiana Beach or whatever that thing is. Uh, you just Gary. Oh, the, I did go to Gary once with my uncle, though, because they've got a gambling boat on the water. Kokomo? That's south. I know. Yeah. It's also a meth dump. Don't get on my home state. I'm not like Brady. I don't have a heart for a region. I like it here. But if you pay me enough, I'll go somewhere else. I would just come back. I'd have to be happy, though. My brother and sister hung out in Indiana for four years. At Purdue. In the insulated in, world of Purdue. In Notre Dame. Yeah, those are not. That's not Indiana. That's like its they own. Stayed at, they, they just tell them, stay in the campus. Remember in uh, Pokemon Go? Maybe you don't. In Pokemon Go, Brady. <laughs> When you'd, you'd be searching around for all your your Pokemon, and then you'd have to go to the battle stations. And if you ever looked at your phone, the the fight rings were high above the city yeah. in the clouds. That's Notre Dame and Purdue. They sit, they rest <laughs> high above. They're not even really part they're of the, the area. Battle domes. They're the battle domes that sit above. They're beautiful. They're not part of the state. They just kind of happen to Where's be housed Purdue? there. And Lafayette. Lafayette. And Indiana's nice, too. Like yeah, I went to a little the, the 500 university. Yeah. I was like, one year you're just I, counteracting I, everything you said. Indianapolis is good, but if you, I use in Bloomington. Is that right? Yeah. That's a cool little spot. Ball State and all that kind of stuff. The campuses are fine. But people go there, go to school, and get out. This guy said it. He goes, I, I grew up in Terre Haute. I moved here after I graduated from high school. I could not leave there fast enough. Fact. Here's Andrew Jackson. He grew up in Brown County, Indiana, and I loved it. <laughs> Andrew Jackson. That's what his name is. Named yep. after the marching president. <laughs> <laughs> he loved Brown County. I Indiana. loved it. <laughs> I'd go back in a heartbeat. <laughs> well, enjoy your addiction, Andrew Jackson. Love your. I love your po- portrait. Sorry about that whole Harriet Tubman thing that's going to get you. <laughs> You're all done. They're taking that guy, our listener, right off the money. Anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, I saw a story yesterday I thought was hilarious, and it needed to be brought up. This is how the news will twist things. So a lady, uh, just trying to remember what it, how it went. Um, the headline, like the basic story was her bosses made her life hell because of menopause. And they fired her and everything. She goes, you can't fire someone for menopause. And uh, I'm like, the only way your bosses know you are dealing with menopause is if you tell them. You're leading with yeah, it. You're, you're bringing it up a lot. So that tells me you're impossible to work with. And menopause is getting in the way of you doing a good job. Now, ladies have been going through menopause since I think the beginning of ladies, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure all of them do it if they live to get there. 
Like eventually, there's been no woman who's bucked menopause or cured it. It happens somewhere. Some of them have it in their late 30s. Some of them get it in their 60s. But somewhere in that time, a lady's going to get it. And from my knowledge, uh, it drives them a little nuts for a while. Some of them go a little more nuts than others. Uh, but very few have been fired for it and then said, it's my menopause. Most of them that were fired realized my menopause made me crazy and bad at my job, and that's why I was fired. So she's trying to start this thing where menopause is a disease and protected under some sort of federal regulation that you could. So what this is, what she's asking for, is a free pass to act like a f- lunatic for a few years and or not get, get paid a- uh, leave. Or that. No threat of ever being fired for being bananas. Oh, it's my menopause. It's my, it's, I'm crazy right now, and you can't fire me for it. So it's protected by this thing. So they went on and on. She, was, uh, she got depressed. She got a hysterectomy because she had endometriosis, which is a very real thing. And so she got her hysterectomy, and that led to early uh, – I didn't know they could do this. They can induce menopause. Oh, man. And all guys our age start thinking about it. Induce it? Why would you uh, – Because you kiss with Speed the, it up. Get it, it out of the no, way. No, the endometriosis oh, makes pain. Oh, yeah. And then so they took uh, the – That's hist- the flip-flopping of your uterus. They took out the, the hysterectomy, got taken out so your chemicals and your hormones can go bananas. So they do a thing to make it so your body goes through that and makes it feel normal that you don't have your, uh, your baby makers anymore. Evidently. I'm not a doctor, but that's what I read. So then she, uh, she goes on to say that uh, it caused her great depression, the, the side effects from the medicine, and anxiety. She told her bosses, I'm going through a lot of depression and anxiety. wasn't showing up for work. And depression and anxiety can be protected, but it can also be used for evil. So she, then she stopped showing up to work. When she'd go to work, she started getting a little crazy at work. She wants it to be totally okay to say I'm, I'm – so every woman, if I'm a woman and I'm 38 years old, and I don't feel like showing up to work anymore, and that's protected. You can't fire me for it. Guess who's acting like a f- crazy person every single day? Me. 38 to 50. It's going to last 12 years, my menopause. It's just slow trickle menopause that I can't get out of, and I will treat everybody like garbage and collect a check for it. Men can use midlife crisis. Right. Then, well, then it's real because we have a chemical change from, you know, the number one, stati- the number one suicidal demographic? Number one. Women? M- men. White men, 44 to 56. It's because they've got menopausal women in their life. Yeah. White men, 44 <laughs> oh, to 56. That's an ingredient. That's right. yeah. That's definitely that's an ingredient. ingredient. Brett's right. Yeah. We never yeah. tied those two together because their wife has that disease yeah. called yeah. menopause. Ah! Gotta get out of this. <laughs> and they kill themselves. I'm out. Yeah. So that's a thing we have to be careful of in our age demo is that uh, so we can use that as a disease. We have a thing. It's a disease. It's a chemical change in our bodies. Our testosterone's lower. I don't know what to do. It is not a disease. It's, it's, that's an affront to uh, all women who've been through it and just fought through. Sure, some handle it better than others. Some have worse cases than others. Some flat out go bananas. My grandma went through menopause and went bananas. And I told the story before, but my dad was like, she was so crazy, like emotionless and crazy. He came home from school once and all the doors were locked and the windows were open. And she had poured ketchup all over the kitchen floor and laid in it. What the? And my dad was outside. Sees his mom in the kitchen, like couldn't get in. Nobody's home. The doors are all locked. Pokes his head in the window and sees his mother laying in a pool of blood in the kitchen. So he breaks the back door down to go in and help her out. She's in hysterics. And she's crying. And he's like, what is going on? He comes home and for busting his, uh, the door down, his old man comes home and uh, just beats the tar out of him for breaking the house down. <laughs> it's like, what the hell's going on? She didn't cop to it. She didn't cop to the ketchup gag. 
Dan just went nuts and broke a window and, and a door to get in. Jeez. And, uh, and later he discovered that because they had him very late in life that she had her menopause thing and was doing all these crazy like shenanigans. She went nuts for about four years. So my dad was always afraid of menopause. Like, <laughs> it, it, it was the funniest thing. Is my my my? It, it was a constant question. If my mom said anything weird or did something weird, my dad's like, "What are you start? Are you starting the menopause?" Like, I knew the word menopause from like age seven. My mom was like thirty one. I gotta know when yeah. this is happening. <laughs> He's like, "Is, there, is, is this kicking yeah. in? Is it starting? Because I'm leaving." It's a factor. You think about it when you're. Married and you get near that age, sure. your spouse. The other thing is, uh, you guys won't have to worry about it. But the the postpartum from after giving birth. Oh, to that's a brutal. Yeah, more. Another one. Another reason to be uh, childless. You don't have any idea it's going on, but they're just in a funk. Well, as long as you don't turn into Casey Anthony. Right, but it sometimes some do. It's too late the before you realize like, that. Oh, I hope it doesn't hit. Yeah. Well, Becky just set us up. This is the reason women make less than men right oh, here. And it's you, a Becky. woman. <laughs> exactly right, Becky. And you know what? Becky's right. It's ladies like that that are wrecking it for the good ones. Yep. That go in and go, I've got too many girl issues. I can't work like a man. I can't work through my twisties, basically, is what she's saying. I got the old lady twisties. I can't work. Well, then you don't have a job. Well, no, I should still have the job, and you should still pay me. I'm just not going to show up and do it. Debbie, you're here one week out of a month. It's been this way for a year. You're lucky I have, I'm here that I much. I have a disease. All right, we're going to put you on disability. Then you're going to get a third of your pay. <gasps> Is it because I'm a woman? No, it's because you're terrible at your job. What the f- don't you get about work? Everybody has to go to work even when they're down. Miserable things happen. If a guy just called his boss and said, dude, feeling pretty low. I don't think I'm going to make it the next. I don't know. I'm going to take July off. I mean, going to work bloated. <laughs> Used to it. Brady's I done mean, that forever. <laughs> Brady's been in. It's been perpetual menopause, this guy. And he's got none of his baby making organs. It? Yeah. And you make it work. Sure, you have to double down on the floor sometimes. Maybe you go run the shower while you lay in a ball. Because your belly aches. It happens. You're starving to death all the time. If that went through, how long do you think it is until the first guy says, I identify as having menopause, me. so uh, I'm, I'm not coming in. That's me. Oh. I'm right in the wheelhouse of the age. Yeah, I'm not beyond that. I, I identify as a menopausal woman. <laughs> not what a woman. Age, what age you say it goes to? 50 uh, well, I think late 50s. Some ladies oh, really push it hard. Time, I got, you got time. I got a whole 10 years of playing Brady, this game. Brady, your time's short. Got to do it in the yeah. next uh, four or five years. But the crazy thing is, the article didn't go, this bag. <laughs> they were like, can you believe their bosses let her go? Yeah. When you don't show up for – you leave your personal stuff at home. Now, if you've got a debilitating illness, there's laws in place for that. Menopause is not an illness. Right. It's definitely an inconvenience. I'm not minimizing that. I know a lot of people have a lot of problems with it. Endometriosis is an illness. You should have kept that. <laughs> you should have. <laughs> What's wrong with you, you idiot? I know this. it hurt, but if you're going to cause more oh, menopause, hurts more. You were showing up to work with endometriosis. Any given time, it feels like somebody's stabbing you in the stomach. That's a disease. It's a recognized illness. You should have hung on to it, but no, you had your guts removed, and then it didn't work out. So you stopped going to work and called it, you know, an illness. And you want people to change stuff? Come on now. Seven oh four. Pleasant. Get it in there. The word is pleasant. <laughs> Tap that app. Tap that app. Get in there. Save a bob today. Save a bob. <laughs> if you've got the app or you've got the uh, thing on the desktop, what do they call the thing on the desktop? Just a the desktop player. Okay, you got the yeah, desktop the player. Just there's a little star on one of those pages. Click on the star, 
It'll give you the 6K a day logo. Scroll down, find the 7 o'clock thing. Write the word pleasant in that box and save a bob. More importantly, save Bob from calling us to tell us, well, Cincinnati did this. You guys should implement that. And the next thing you know, we're being forced to say, hey, it's the stacks of wax that keep kicking back. Uh, we got to start saying phrases they say because it worked in Cincinnati, and that's what national radio does. You notice we don't have that. Hubbard's been pretty awesome about that. They let us do whatever we want. But you'll hear it at the other nationally run stations that they all run the exact same things and like that war of the roses is on like 40 they do everything the same it's homogenized they've allowed us to go wherever we want which is why i'm allowed to say that this contest is basically a save a bob i don't know which i gotta ask trip he's hasn't been here for a couple days i'm like which bob are we saving with this thing who was on the brink of losing it where we decided to have this app contest and he'll go, well, there's this guy named Terry. and He'll tell me. One of the bobs. Terry is a guy who runs, and he's an idiot, and he runs the, I don't know, digital masturbation. I have no clue what they're doing. But yeah, just do it. You're doing good. And then we leave. Don't say anything about that on the air. About Terry? Yeah, the idiot Terry. Okay, well. <laughs> Pleasant, though, if you're in on that, the app is ready to go. And Pleasant. That is the key. So simple as simple as that. If you've got endometriosis, have somebody do it for you because I know how hard that is. But man, oh man, was Becky right? That is correct. You don't get paid the hundred percent until you stop complaining about things that happen in nature. What's next? Periods that are too tough. You can't come to work. I would prefer that. I think we ladies, recommend that. And I don't know how you haven't done that one, ladies. You take that week off from work, so we know. But you, you know how you don't get fired from menopause? Don't tell anybody about it. <laughs> yeah, buck up, buttercup, and go to work and just forge through those eight miserable hours and go home and be miserable. Don't bring menopause to work and say, I can't get things done. You know how I many, for years, dudes have been showing up at offices with nothing but problems at home. And you just do your job. And you go home and you deal with your nonsense, but you leave it there. That's why nobody ever used to talk about that. The job is the getaway. It's the place that you want to be. I don't want to be home with her. She's doing the menopause thing. I'm staying here. I'm working extra late. Years and years. People have had kids with cancer and stuff. The dad goes to work. Uh, You know, I have a friend whose wife got really super duper sick. Hit the streets every day. Did did his job because he had to. He was miserable, could barely get through a night. It was horrible. But he got up every morning, he trudged it, he, he, he just put his head into that wall like juggernaut, tried to knock another uh, brick off that wall, and then he'd go home and just be miserable and said, just, to, just forged through it. Sometimes it's on you. I mean, the two, you know, on the relationship side, they say, if you're pulling into your house in the driveway and just dreading That's opening that front door. That was my thing. With and the Toledo. same thing with work. If you're going into sure. work and you just have something needs to change. I said that with Toledo. If yep. you open the garage and you yep. see her cars there and you're like, Bleh. Yep. Then something's not right. That's the worst feeling when you said that to yeah. me because I realized that that's what I'd been doing. That was the worst day of my, my the first marriage. Going, ah, crap. Was I hit the garage door opener thinking I had some time alone. Basically wanted to beat it. At the garage door opening, her car was in the garage, and I and I left. I drove around for a little bit. So I'm like, I don't See, I didn't, like, I and I didn't realize, and I didn't know why. I'm like, I just wanted to be alone. I'm like, no, I don't want to be alone. I don't want to be around her right now. Something's not right. 
And oh. it just was, it was like, bleh. and it wasn't anything she was doing. We just didn't want to be together anymore. Nothing wrong with that. Oh my God, John. I'm a stable woman. At least I like to think so no. normally, but holy S. Menopause has turned me into someone I don't even recognize. But you still go to work every day. Still haven't called in, not once. Yeah. But I am crazy. <laughs> yeah, you know what, though? You're, I think menopause is just the mirror going, this is who you've always been. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, hold on a second. Do I have to accept that? Because I think that's midlife crisis, too. I think midlife crisis, by the way, you're never going to be a professional athlete. It's you just coming to grips with what's real. I think that's true that's of a midlife true. crisis. You're yeah. starting to realize my arms hurt. I don't think I can throw a fastball anymore. I don't think I don't think the Tigers are ever going to actually call. And you have to start dealing with the fact that it's over for you as far as that feeling of, of in- invincibility. It's never going to happen. I'm just going to go but buy a Corvette to, now. Yeah, you get a Corvette and, just, and a ball hat. Testosterone yeah. and stuff like that. You can kick it down the road further. You don't kick it. You make it worse. <laughs> John, now Wim- you're an old man with a boner. It's the most dangerous <laughs> thing in the world. <laughs> John, women get menopause. Men get andropause. You know why you've never heard of andropause? Because men, men don't don't complain about it. You don't go to the doctor every ten minutes to find out what's wrong. You've got something called andropause. Don't even tell me about it, doc. <laughs> Still go to work tomorrow. You get this spot on your leg. You want me to dig that out with a melon baller and find out what it is? I do not because it doesn't hurt. When it hurts, I'll come back. I really want to take a look at this. No, sir. It will kill me. And you know what? It will be a pleasant death because if I never see you and it kills me, that means it never hurt. That's a man thing. If it doesn't hurt, we don't go. And we, we're if forced to go. If it takes up most to... of my back, then we'll talk about it. <laughs> well, you're right. If it's starting to be like, I can't sit down anymore because <laughs> I got a basketball-sized wad on my back, then it hurts. It's noticeable. If I don't even know it's there until the doctor goes, do you know about this? Nope. Well, uh, I want to take a look at it. No. I don't feel it. It's not there. It's like my prostate. I don't know. When it, if it doesn't hurt, I'm not getting it checked. John, please have Toledo scrub today's audio because this is the first time I think I've ever heard anyone say, should have kept the endometriosis. (laughs) You should have. Please don't let the bobs hear that. (laughs) That's the word for 8 o'clock. Good luck. Uh, Pleasant goes on for another 20 minutes. 19. So uh, get it in there on the app. And you guys, honestly, you're killing it. I mean, the numbers are through the moon on this thing. And we're thrilled that you guys understand our plight because you're all well most of you not not the menopausal women but most you understand what it's like to go to work every day and deal with bosses and and even if they're nice you just don't want to sit in a room while bosses in suits just blow hot air into the room talking about all the things they've done you know like this is like watching a political speech nothing's gonna have this hour will end it is it's like a fight with your wife after this hour there'll be no resolution of anything we're just going to bark at each other, <laughs> say right. words, right. fill, the, fill the room with words, and then I'm leave I'm I'm and go, Taxi! nothing happened. And now we're going to go get Porta Subs because Tom brought it for the meeting. And that's the best part of the deal. John, I really wasn't going to try and make your point until I realized I am. Loyal garbage man listener here. Yeah. One of our drivers had stage four colon cancer. He literally worked and drove every day until he died. Alex Trebek. Right. Had terminal pancreatic cancer went to christmas break they didn't think he'd make it through the year he's like no i'm working until i can't anymore and he made it to their hiatus and had the decency as an employee to die while the show was on break <laughs> that is a dedicated employee that guy croaked not in the middle of taping i'll wait until we have vacation time i don't want to inconvenience the rest of the staff by the way this hurts he did an interview that said some nights i cry myself to sleep yeah I'm in miserable pain most of the time. This is a very difficult time for me. 
And now your host, Alex Trebek. And Johnny would bring him out. He'd wipe the tears away, put that wig on and that weird orange makeup to make him look sort of human. And he'd get through the board twice. John, I know it's cliche, but I may be having my midlife crisis right now. I just bought a Corvette. Don't care. A mid-engine? Mid-engine? The Is new, that the new, new one? one oh, I'm starting to like this one. Awesome. They look amazing. And you don't like that they're mid-engine. No, I'm still... Corvette. Yeah. Yeah. So, to why, me, what's, why? What's big because it, it's it, it's the design. It's kind of more European design yeah. with, oh, the, with that mid-engine. Yeah. The Chevy. Yeah. It's cool. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but the it's Chevy, just not uh, that muscle car. That, it's called you know. a front engine. What would you call it if it's not mid-engine? Rear engine. Well, I mean, you got rear engines and then just just normal. Just, just an engine. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like it's in the front. So yeah. This one's right in the center. It sits right behind the driver. It's yeah. oh, it's like a it's so like a it's like we're it's real European. A VW is a rear. It is very Ferrari Lamborghini. Yeah. Okay. But they look great. Oh yeah, no, they do. And that's because I'm 49. And I'm not a Chevy guy, but yeah, they do. <laughs> 49 year old guy. That thing is candy on wheels. What was that? Whoa! It's menopause. Oh, it is. It's male menopause. Makes it go away. Yeah, I've said it for years. <laughs> if you think uh, men had periods, okay. that is very European. Oh, it's cool. If yeah. men had periods, we'd have period jeans. And we'd wear them five solid days, and we just bleed in them. And every roofer would know that Jose's over there going, oh, you're a little crotchety today, Jose. Oh, it's a heavy flow, player. I got my period pants on. You should know. Leave me alone right now. They're green. I'm just having trouble. They're yellow and green. And they're making all sorts of sp- – I look like a big – I look like the catchy toppings in the, the thing for hot dogs. I got my green jeans. There's some yellow, some blood mush. I got relish, dog. I got mustard. I look like a Zenora dog. That's my nickname now. <laughs> hey, guys, leave me alone. I started last night. I'm a Sonora dog. It's chunky. <laughs> we would be so gross with periods, but we'd show up to work every day in those pants that are just stained beyond belief. Just go, he's got his thing. We wouldn't be hygienic about it. We'd just let her flow. So they'd have KNIX underwear for us, too? Abs- and we would use them and probably not wash them. We were on two or three days in a row. Hey, you guys smell that? It's been like copper and pennies. That's me. Sonora dog. <laughs> Must be working because he looks like uh, more like sport pebble peppers today. <laughs> the dude would be mowing that grass in his period pants. We wouldn't be all wired up about how bad it is. and We just deal with it because we like that $1 for $1 work thing. You guys like vacation time, wellness days, illnesses, uh, you know, time off, wellness days. And then you get the uh, – 70% of that dollar for a reason. Becky was right. That's not me talking. That's one of your own. That's a woman, That's yeah. That's one of your own. Or it's a man named Becky. <laughs> Good chance of that. Anyway. Uh, all right, keep it up. Pleasant is in our app right there. What do you got on the big board of musical treats, Bert? All right, Wake Up Song brought to you guys by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. Josh and the boys are going to be hooking you guys up. If you're going to hit the trails this weekend, you got to take the kids out for some BMX racing. They got the bikes. They got the accessories. They got everything, including our uh, five-alarm blend coffee. So if, if you need the, you need the uh, hookup with the coffee, Josh and the guys got a stock over there. ActionRideShop.com, their brand new website. And don't forget to vote for them for the uh, best of uh, Phoenix for the new times because they are the best. They are actually. the best. It's so, easy. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And if you've ever taken your bike down there or gotten a bike from them, you'll know. Oh, yeah. 100%. Plus, they're, they're, they're kind enough to do our charity stuff with the Phoenix Firefighters Charities and drop that coffee. The Five Alarm uh, Blend is pretty awesome. And even if you're on the west side, it's yeah. worth the trip over there. If, you've, if you're a bike person, yeah. Completely worth to put it in the hands of people who know what they're doing. I've, I've traveled before for bike mechanics. Mm-hmm. In fact, I had a guy that used to work in Bethany Home and like 7th Avenue, and he moved. And before I knew Josh and the guys at Action, I would follow this dude. His name was George. And I dropped my bike off with him and Ryan. 
there's another guy I used to go to. Uh, they're good mechanics, but then when they move, you're like, I'll go wherever you go because yeah. there's something different. It's like a car mechanic. Yeah, you yeah, want a really good wrench. You if one. you spend any money on a bike or ride it a lot, you want somebody who knows what they're doing. These guys at Action are ridiculous. And they work on all the high-end stuff. They work yep. on low-end stuff. I mean, Medea's yeah. got just an average discount bike, you know. With and a big she's, seat. Yeah, exactly. He's got that ass. <laughs> <laughs> with them wide-ass seats. <laughs> but, you know, I brought it down there, and they, they totally took care of that, too. So whatever you got, Action Ride Shop is where right. you need to go. Glorious. Uh, damage plan on the list. Megadeth, Ministry, uh, Oblivion, Mudvayne, System of a Down, American Head Charge. Hey, uh, Lamb of God, Trivium, Septic Flesh. Oh I've never God. heard that. We have to give that a taste. <laughs> septic Flesh. Toledo, give it a little Septic run Flesh burn. burn. The, the I don't know what that is. Burn. Uh, Sacred Reich, uh, Dropout King, Slaughter to Prevail, Stained. Septic Flesh has to be a Marcus band. It's got to be. It has the, It has all the earmarks of a Marcus Mang into the pit band. It would be great if we clicked it on it. If you leave me now. <laughs> You take away the septic flesh in me. <laughs> and then a dog would howl. <laughs> here's a it's like go. Peter Cetera. I don't even know where to put this. Angelical metal? Sounds like a... Some of the markets as well. Oh, yeah, that's uh, Toby Jensen. Yeah. Singer, like, oh. <laughs> I had coffee with him once. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, and no. Started the band in Harvard. Uh, never hear that. Yeah. That's the first time that's ever said. Yeah, they're Harvard grads. They were in the Figgy Pudding Society. And, uh, whatever that thing's called. Uh, I, don't, I don't care. You pick one. Um, let's see. This guy's been asking for uh, Holy Wars for a couple days, All so right. let's do the Megadeth. There you go. Did you see that? You know, I actually made me feel sorry for Dave Mustaine the other day. So, uh, something's going around on the internet where somebody was filming him in the sound booth uh, doing just the vocals for his new song. Right. And you can't hear any of the music, and he's got the headphones on, and it's just him going, yeah, that's how you do. And it's like, oh, he looks like an idiot. Give him something. You got to back it with music, or he looks like a crazy person. And he sounds terrible because there's no mix on. It's just dry through a phone camera. Oh, was it Howard Dean or who was the senator that all it was was his? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, We're gonna go there. Whoa. Yeah, but it's it's Dave Mustaine singing, and he's in there doing it. So you can't. You got to imagine there's good music in his ears somewhere. We got him Mm, right on. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, Dave's losing it. Take another. I'm gonna. Rah! He's having a thing. Every now and then, you see that with people with headphones on going down the street, singing. just singing along to the song. Nothing wrong with that. They're usually it does, and it always even you could be a great singer, you're still going to sound like a crazy person in a soundproof room, just shouting out words. Singing without music is nuts. <laughs> it's automatically nuts. You can't sound normal doing it. There's a guy in the parking lot at the Circle K the other day, and I knew what he was singing because I loved the song, but he was singing that Silk Sonic thing. Oh, was he? And he got out of his car and his keys, and I'm getting gas next to him. What you doing? Where you at? And I'm looking at him like, what? You got plans? I'm like, oh, he's singing the Silk Sonic. It's the acapella, Don't say bro. that. It's the acapella. I'm drinking wine in a robe. 
I look too good. I'm like, I get gas and shut up. I don't think he knows. I don't think he knows that I can hear him. Yeah, that song's good. I don't care. Baby, don't keep me waiting. Like, oh, it's brilliant. Yeah. You don't want to hear the dude at Circle K singing no, without no, no, any no, no, accompaniment. No. He was pretty good, though. I will say that. Leroy or no Bruno? <laughs> It wasn't Leroy. <laughs> How do you know? Because I think it was more of a, a I would have called him an ab-dab. <laughs> an ab-dab? So what yeah. would you call him? Adu, something like that. He was some more Middle Eastern looking Oh, guy. okay. But he, it right, was, thanks, uh, Aladdin. He may have been Italian, too. I can't ever nah, tell those nah, people nah. apart. Baby, don't keep me waiting. And I would have loved to wander up when he goes, I feel too good to be alone. When he's, I just shave like a newborn. If I could have come over and done some backup. <laughs> We should be dancing, romancing. What's this guy doing? I'm getting gas too, but you're killing it over here. I'll do the Anderson Pock part. You part the, I think. Anyway, uh, so we'll do some Megadeth for the people. You got a few more minutes. The word "pleasant" on the app to save a Bob in the six K a day contest. We don't know who we're saving, but we're saving somebody. And this great idea to boost our app numbers simply doing that. You guys are helping us, and the bigger we get the more opportunities you're going to have. And again, I don't know if, did we have any winners again yesterday? Uh, we didn't get the update yesterday. Two for six Apparently on Monday. Mark was too mad. To no, it's not. He's us. not mad at us. He's know, mad at everything. Saying, Goddamn cheaters. Yeah, because he thinks that we're being accused of something, like we're rigging the contest. We're not Pratt. <laughs> we're not rigging anything. But uh, yeah, if we get a couple more winners, there is going to be a little bit of a backlash. Good, let's do it. I, that's, the more you guys play, the more chances By those Phoenix numbers, wins. we should have a third of the winners every day. I want to sweep one day. If we can get like 20, sweep? I want a six oh, for man. six. Nice. And they'll shut it down. I'm telling you that this contest ends if we go say, well, something Phoenix is doing. It. They've figured out a, a cheat. And I guarantee you, since then, we're not going to play if they win all the time. I think that they'd stop that before ever announcing it. Did you see all oh, six numbers are pulled then they'd for, get or from sued. Phoenix? Somebody look into that. Or what if KDKB gets one? Do, is it no, fixed then? then Do we just cancel it? Then, it's it's then it is completely <laughs> farcical. There's no way that's a real contest. <laughs> If I ever hear a promo, I want $1,000 listening to The Woody Show. I know for a fact that's not real. <laughs> I know that's a salesperson. Well, then the, I know that voice. Yeah, exactly. Mike Abad. That's my favorite. I don't know. I don't know. There's some you radio. guys play the greatest hits yeah. ever. <laughs> those are those moments. Yeah. I listened to a station the other day that did that. They had uh, It was a news station, and I could recognize some of the salespeople. Yeah. There. You know, I listen to Jim in the morning because he's informational, and he really gives me what I need. Plus, traffic and weather is always a plus. I'm like, nobody talks like that. What are you doing? KTR is where I go for all my news and information. <laughs> In fact, I really enjoy the lineup of Jim and Jamie. Then I listen to Broomhead. Nobody, from, nobody knows the lineup Wait, like I that. can get my news on the nines. Yeah. <laughs> nobody knows what on the nines means. Radio's been so wrong about it. We can do it on the nines. People are like, what the, what's a nines? Every nine, every time there's a nine. So like 919, you just keep it. Well, no, no, the last one has to be a nine. You don't make any sense. Traffic and weather together on the nines. You do. Tra- we need traffic and weather you every traffic the entire nine o'clock every hour. Ten minutes. Yeah. Well, you guys are out of ideas. Every uh-uh. ten minutes, you got to fill with the weather's not changing every ten minutes. Yeah, but nobody's listening that long. Well, because your station stinks. If you've got a station where everybody tunes out within five minutes, you're not doing anything good. You're doing traffic too much. Yeah. Well, nobody listens to two weather reports. They're well tuned out by then. <laughs> you gave them a nine-minute window, right? Your station sucks. Then I really like listening to Mac. Oh, he's not there anymore? I mean, the gay does. <laughs> oh, I love when they employ when the... Crosstown Chris does the traffics. Yeah. Well, that's what KDKB does for the yeah. contest. We won on KDKB. And they run those promos of, of 
like Elizabeth and Dustin and all the people who work there pretend to be other people. I used to do it when I worked at The Zone. They give me 50 bucks to watch movie premieres, which is the greatest gig ever. Oh, nice. So they were like, they got, and the movie premieres were like four times a week. So me and two other guys were doing these movie premieres. And the job was go watch the movie and then at the end stand outside the, the premiere and ask people what they thought and get recordings and then go back and edit the tape to like people we'll saying, I thought it was together. great. I thought it was awful. I thought it was great. I thought, and you just quick cut. You don't get like long-winded, you know, the lead character. You just get the, I loved it. It was awful. It was great. It was great. It was great. And then, this, you know, you get a consensus. Visually stunning. And it was on the Ted Simon show. And Ted would play like, last night, uh, the wind of snow was on, uh, and uh, John went out to Camelview, and here's what he found. I loved it. It was great. It was all, But I didn't. I happened to do a few voices. So I never went to these movies. I hardly ever went. I'd just go back, I loved it. It was awesome. Like just we'd screw around with the t- the pitches and we me and my buddy Colin, we'd collect our fifty bucks. When he did that one thing. Yeah. We didn't you never had that. <laughs> I know. Ted just like quick cuts of people saying, I loved it. It was amazing. Just and you just fade off the mic a little bit, make it sound like it and you put ambient noise in the background. And you got yourself a thing. I played the same review for like seven different movies. I got to the point where I had so many of them stockpiled that I'd be like, Ted won't know. And I would just change the the tape number. And pop it into the system, and Ted would be like, here it is. This is Cruella's last stand. Let's see what we found. It's great. It's the same one you heard two weeks ago. And and it was always a mixed bag. Well, sounds like half the people liked it and half people didn't. We'll be back with more Ted friends in just a moment. <laughs> Ted was so anal, he would write his, enti- like his entire next break on the computer in front of him, included the word, uh. Are you serious? He would write the word, uh. Yeah. He was... He was anal. Thorough. He does a great job where he's at now doing PBS shows, but poof. But yeah, so that's how it works. And if you ever hear a, a montage of people doing stuff, it's very, Larry and I are doing one right now. And we're making fun of it. We got one coming up here in a little bit about how, uh, complaints for the station. Nice. But it's so tongue-in-cheek you can't miss it. Some people will still think it's real, but it's basically all the complaints are backhanded compliments. <laughs> and it's just Larry and I going crazy. And we're getting people to read it down. But it sounds like... Average show. No, no radio stations ever gone on the streets and going, What do you think of KTR's lineup? I really like that Jamie and Jim get me to work on time. Nobody says that. We're like, what? You, you like punch the guy. You shove the, what, are we, what are you talking about? KTR's lineup. What's KTAR? They never play that. So they just talk to people. They expedite their time better. Oh, radio's such a waste. I don't think Rachel's mad at us, but she did text in this. Yeah, I would Dimitri love to see you guys handle the period simulator without crying. What's a period simulator? That's what I said. I said, that's some medieval stuff It's getting stuff kicked there. in the nuts, I think, is what she thinks. Yeah. It isn't. Lady, I know it's not the same as getting kicked in the nuts because you literally throw up when you get kicked yep. in the nuts. If your period made you puke immediately, like, oh, my, I'm having my period. And, uh, and you got to lay on the floor and cry. I get it. That might be endometriosis. That might be the same feeling they get. But your period thing, <laughs> get over it, sister. It's, part, it's, it's the cost of doing business with a vagina. How about this one? John, I run a medical practice and manage 32 women. Oh, you're insane. There is a week every month that I literally consider suicide. (laughs) Cycling. Oh, that guy's on a giant cycle. And that's the crazy part of him. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. (laughs) They mentally start doing it at the same time to have a gaggle in their balls. I've heard that, actually. That's That's a real medical thing. All in a bunch. There's a reason why downstairs gets weird. 
They're all Do we know what week that is so we can no, just... I'll, I'll ask Jill today. Right. Can we ask that? Jill, when that you, legal I don't know. HR? I'll I think Jill will be okay with it. Jill will be right. Hey, i got a quick question for you. Uh, when, when's this happening? W- do I have to do a tuft of needle spot? Yeah, we've got to get a new one in this one. Okay. Uh, when are you broad start to cycle? <laughs> <laughs> now that that one old lady's gone, I'm pretty sure you're all flowing. But when, when is that? I'm going to take that week off. <laughs> Plan our vacations you're around You're so that. rude. But, you know, to their credit, they don't tell us. They just go to work and get it done. Keep it to yourself. Everybody's got problems. What is a period simulator? I don't know. I asked her for info on it. Is it a thing online you can find? Like they'll put a guy through it? Let's see. It's just like being drunk and trying to not be drunk. It's a band from Into the Pit. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Period Simulator is a band? <laughs> no. Real. All right. Anyway. Oh, geez. It's real? $130. And just it's a pill that makes you feel like garbage for a couple days? Uh, and how do they know it's period accurate? Period Simulator Machine for Men. Machine? It's one of those uh, things with electrodes. Oh, there's, so there's basically, plenty of them. It's just basically a woman's way to shock you and say it's the same. They don't know if we're feeling what they're feeling. Right. It's like having, look, ladies, settle down. It's like having bad gas. It's Mexican food. We've had it. <laughs> you just have it for three days. We get rid of it in a couple hours. <laughs> Ooh, this one simulates cupping. Cupping? Whoa. Uh, a period simulator is such a waste of time. <laughs> Ooh, what what uh, beaten down, ballless man allows his wife to hook him up to the period? Helps simulator. me to relate <laughs> to the love now for you. I'm gonna do it, so you have to know what I'm going through. And then I get to kick you in the vagina to know what it's like to get a grazing. No, that's physical abuse. Well, what is putting electrodes on me doing? Not interested in your period. That's why I kept my pee pee. Uh, there's a stem on my apple. I don't have to deal with this. I have to deal with the in- inevitable crushing weight of s- supporting you. <laughs> so we'll deal with these things on our own. Uh, let's do it. You got it all ready to go? Yeah. Dave Mustaine singing to you with music this time. Yeah, I want it. You really, really, really want it? Yes, I really want it. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.